Come in and welcome, dear friends. We have finally made it to the last Sunday of 2021. It has been a year that can only be described by adjectives like different, unusual, and even my particular favorite, frustrating. But we have seen it through. May we remember where we have been and look forward with hope and promise and fingers crossed to 2022. Welcome to First Unitarian Church of Albuquerque. My name is Matt Pargeter Villarreal. I am the intern minister here at the church and your fearless service leader for this morning. I have the pleasure of being joined by our senior minister, the Reverend Angela Herrera, special guest musician, Tom Godfrey, worship leader, Kristen Satterley, and our tech team of DJ Arne Gullerud, backup DJ Vance Bass, and ushers, Mika or ushers Bill Miller, Michaela Rins-Whitmore, and Cheryl Romanek. Our time for all ages will be presented by our puppets who have been very active this holiday season, and I am excited for their message, I think. Whether this is a relief to you or bittersweet or a moment of celebration, let us share in this moment, in this hour that we will spend together. I will turn it over to Kristen who has an announcement. Good morning, friends. Please be aware that the church office will be closed this week and there will be no Vespers on Wednesday, 1229. Out of appreciation for their resilience and adaptability in this second pandemic year, church staff are being given a collective time of rest in this last week of 2021. Now let us light our candles and chalices with the words of Ben Soul. Out of the darkness, light, out of the light, warmth, out of the warmth, joy, out of the joy, togetherness. May this flame hold us for the time we are here with one another. Good morning and welcome to First Unitarian. My name is Tom Godfrey and in the before times I played with the Spare Parts Band about once a month. I'm looking forward to the day we can get the band back together, but in the meantime I am grateful to be able to share music like this. So enjoy the music, enjoy the service, and have a wonderful day. Molly O'Malley's is not too far from here We're not a soul, so the story goes Ever pays for beer At Molly O'Malley's the patrons understand That the player's fee is a pint or three And everyone's in the band Everybody's in the band some join in with voices, some with pipes or reeds. Some in the band clap their hands or laugh and slap their knees. Some are still and listen with attentive eyes and ears. And it's always strange how the music changes when they disappear, when they disappear. Over the doorway painted bold, a question begs your pardon. Is this a place of many souls or just one very large one? Over the bar another reads, are there many songs or just one that goes on and on? At Molly O'Malley. 
families they go chair to chair and each one croons a little tune that they would like to share some are sad some happy singing has its rules that you can't be shy you cannot lie but you sing a song that's true you sing a song that's true over the doorway painted bold the question begs your pardon is this a place of many souls or just one very large one over the bar another reads are there many songs or just one that goes on and on when the night is over before the last farewell they find the jar on the bar and kindly tip themselves at molly o'malley's the patrons understand that the players fees a pint or three and everyone's in the band everybody's in the band Are there any kids out there today? Would you like to help me call out some of our puppet friends? Let's do it. Let's call out Rebecca and Carl. You ready? Rebecca, Rebecca, Carl, Carl. Ah, there they are. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Carl. I knew you were around here somewhere. I got a question for you. This month, the grown-ups have been talking about a big word that I'll bet you've probably never heard before, but I just can't resist asking if you know what it is. Are you ready? The word is threshold. Do you know what a threshold is? What do you think, Rebecca? What? A threshold is a hole for threshes, like a rabbit hole is a hole for rabbits? Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid that you misheard me. It's hold, threshold, like I'm holding this coffee cup, not hole, like a hole for rabbits. <laughs> what do you think, Carl? A threshold is a kind of chokehold? Carl, 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 you know, we don't choke people in this house, and I hope you're not choking anybody anywhere else either. What has gotten into you? You saw it on the MMA? What? How do you know about MMA fights? You watch them on TV late at night? Oh my gosh, I had no idea he was doing that. I'm going to have to turn the parental controls back on the television. We haven't needed those for years. <laughs> okay, bye, Carl. Oh, my goodness. Well, Olivia has been reading some big books lately. I wonder if she knows what a threshold is. Let's call her out, and we'll ask her. Olivia! Olivia! There she is. Hi, Olivia. I've got a question for you. Do you know what a threshold is? You do? Okay, what is it? Tell me. Threshold is a place for a mezuzah. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, and you have a mezuzah that you want to show me? Okay, all right, go get it. I mentioned mezuzahs in our first service this month. They are something from the Jewish tradition. In a lot of Jewish homes, there's a mezuzah on the doorpost at the front door, and inside it has words from the Torah, which is the Jewish sacred scriptures. 
And it's a way to remember God whenever you pass through the door. Let's see your mezuzah, Olivia. Let's see. <laughs> this looks like it's handmade or owl made. Did you make this mezuzah, Olivia? You did? Oh, it's really cute. I can see that this is made out of a matchbox, which explains why there were matches scattered on the floor earlier this week. <laughs> and you used a lot of tape, which is probably why I found this empty tape dispenser laying around. We might have to have a conversation about cleaning up after your crafts, Olivia. <laughs> but I really like your mezuzah. I like the way you've taped flowers and sticks to it. It's really pretty and just so creative. What? You'd like to put it on our front door? Sure, we could do that. And you say, what's that? Oh, you you want to suggest that everybody make a mezuzah or something like it, I guess, huh? That's a good idea. And it would remind us of the important things to us. Or, or maybe it can remind you of a little prayer, a motto that you want to keep in mind and have it guide you. One of my favorite little prayers to remember is really simple. It goes, may the words of my lips and the meditations of my heart be of service. Yeah. Like a church service? <laughs> well, I mean... May they be of service to love, and our church is for love, so yes, that's exactly right. What is it, Rebecca? You will think about carrots going out and carrots coming in when you go through your threshold? <laughs> You're very focused, Rebecca. I admire your clarity. <laughs> well, it's been nice to see you guys, and now it's time to say goodbye. Let's say goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. A time for all ages from our archives in 2020, before we had quite perfected the, the relay of videos on Zoom. We thought the theme of thresholds was worth revisiting here as we are on the threshold of the new year. So let's pause the chat now for a moment of uh, meditation. And I invite everybody to breathe with me. Maybe one more breath. And see if you can go ahead and settle into this moment a little bit more. You are in your sanctuary right now. Though it's virtual, notice how this gathering holds us, holds you. It's a sanctuary without walls but it's a sturdy one, a sanctuary of loving hearts. We arrive here with all that we carry in these virtual gatherings. And when we do, we no longer have to carry everything alone. At this time of year, we become particularly aware of the pain or the joy of what we carry. Holidays have a way of bringing all of that right to the surface. So I invite you to take another breath and think for a moment of what joy or gratitude you have with you today. Imagine that your joy or your gratitude is visible as a gently glowing light right in front of your chest. And breathe, feel it connect with your lungs and your heart. 
Now imagine lifting it up and watching its glow spread throughout this virtual gathering, touching every person here. And breathe. Now consider what feels heavy in you today. What stress or grief or sadness? What weight of life's seriousness or of the world you carry? Imagine that you can hold it in your hands. And in your mind's eye, lift it into the air above your head and see it join together with all the things others have lifted. And you can lower your hands and just find it suspended there, held by the energy of the group, held by everybody coming together with all that we are and all that we carry. So much in common, more than we could ever guess. Breathe and let the energy of this gathering just hold it for you for a little while while you go ahead and just be. We continue. We come together as a church to share our lives, to help carry what is heavy, to celebrate what brings joy. 
this sharing of all that we are is an act of trust and vulnerability and generosity, weaving strength and resilience into our community. Please share first your joys and then your concerns in the chat bar as prompted by the video so we can hold them together. If you cannot share in the chat for any reason, we still want to hear from you. Contact us at caring at uuabq.org.
All these we lift up to the great powers of healing and celebration and renewal known by many names. And we lift up Will Rankin, whose sister has died. We lift up everybody who's recovering from COVID today or sick with COVID or apart from a loved one who is it's such a hard time to quarantine over the holidays. We lift up everyone who may be grieving today. And we acknowledge the passing of Desmond Tutu, one of the world's prophetic leaders who used his voice to help end apartheid and work for healing and peace, who preached a message of interdependence saying, differences are not intended to separate, to alienate. We are different precisely in order to realize our need of one another. May he rest in peace and may light perpetual shine upon him. Will you join me in prayer? I call us to attention before the spirit of life. I invoke the unutterable name of the most holy, which we call love. We lift up prayers to you this morning, love. Ambitious prayers for peace on earth, for the planet, for the family of humankind and for all creatures, for our families and friends and for ourselves. We pray for courage to face each day and all that life brings with wise hearts. And we give thanks for this precious day, a gift with snowy mountains and peaceful sanctuaries across the nation, praying in love's many names and people dedicated to living love out. For all these things, we give thanks and we say, amen. Peace be with you. May I suggest, may I suggest to you, may I suggest this is the best part of your life. May I suggest this time is blessed for you, this time is blessed in shining, almost blinding bright. Just turn your head, you'll begin to see the thousand reasons that were just beyond your sight. The reasons why, why I suggest to you, why I suggest this is the best part of your scenes and brilliant dreams that mesmerize a lover's trusting smile a tiny baby's hands the million stars that fill the turning sky at night oh I suggest I suggest to you I suggest this is the best part of your life. 
is a hope that's been expressed in you. The hope of seven generations, maybe more. This is the faith that they invest in you. Is that you'll do one better than was done before. Inside you know, inside you understand. Inside you know what's yours to finally set right. And I suggest, I suggest to you, I suggest this is the best part of your life. This is a song comes from the West to you. Comes from the West, comes from the slowly setting sun. With a request, with a request of you. To see how very short these endless days will run, and when they're gone, when the dark descends, oh, we give anything for one more hour of light. And I suggest, I suggest to you, I suggest. This is the best part of your life. I suggest this is the best part of your life. Our reading this morning is "The Moment of Magic" by Victor by the Reverend Victoria Safford. Now is the moment of magic, when the whole round earth turns again toward the sun. And here's a blessing. The days will be longer and brighter now, even before the winter settles in to chill us. Now is the moment of magic, when people beaten down and broken, with nothing left but misery and candles and their own clear voices, Kindle tiny lights and whisper secret music. And here's a blessing. The dark universe is suddenly illuminated by the lights of the menorah, suddenly ablaze with the lights of the Kinara, and the whole world is glad and loud with winter singing. Now is the moment of magic, when an Eastern star beckons the ignorant toward an unknown goal. And here's a blessing. They find nothing in the end but an ordinary baby, born at midnight, born in poverty, and the baby's cry, like bells ringing, makes people wonder as they wander through their lives what human love might really look like, sound like, feel like. Now is the moment of magic, and here's a blessing. We already possess all the gifts we need, We've already received our presence. Ears to hear music, eyes to behold lights, hands to build true peace on earth and to hold each other tight in love.
this may come as no surprise to anyone, but I've never been a traditional person when it comes to the topic of receiving holiday gifts. I was never someone who was concerned about Santa Claus bringing him whatever the latest toy was when I was a kid. And as an adult, I have never been interested in whatever the latest tech gadget that is trending on all the hottest holiday gift lists that have already come out in the media at this time of year. My favorite gifts have always been the ones that are not necessarily the most glamorous or the most popular, but the practical ones that I know that I will use on a regular basis. The more often I find myself using them, the more likely I am to think of the fond memories of the person that gave them to me. To me, that is what makes any gift, regardless of the season or the holiday, the most meaningful. One of my favorite gifts that I have received from people over the years is a gift that will surprise a lot of people. Calendars. I know, calendars do not seem like anything special. They are cheap, and you can get one at any time throughout the year, and most people usually stick them in a desk drawer and forget all about them until half of the year is already over. But for me, there is something special about opening a calendar and looking through the months of the year and when all the different holidays and observances are coming up in the next year. In a way, it gets me excited and looking forward to the year ahead that is about to begin. I am especially partial to those calendars that feed my nerd side and list a whole bunch of holidays and observances that I did not know existed, like Independence Days celebrated in different countries and pop culture holidays like National Cheeseburger Day, National Donut Day, and International Unicorn Day. September 18th, June 4th, and April 9th, respectively, in case anyone is curious. If you happen to have one of those calendars hanging on your wall or sitting on your desk, you may have noticed that today, December 26th, is Boxing Day. Boxing Day is a regular inclusion on most calendars that usually goes unnoticed. And this is mostly because in the United States, Boxing Day is not a holiday that is traditionally celebrated by most people, and you would be hard-pressed to find anyone who actually knows what Boxing Day is. But for one particular interned minister that shall remain nameless, who is the product of a British family, Boxing Day is an actual holiday that I look forward to every year. And let me tell you why. First off, let me be clear. Boxing Day has nothing to do with boxing rings or the sport of boxing. Although they do hold sporting matches on this day in some countries. It is a holiday that originated in the United Kingdom and is observed or celebrated in many countries that were formerly part of the British Empire. Countries like Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Nigeria, Jamaica, and Trinidad and Tobago. There are many differing theories as to its actual origin, but it comes from a tradition that existed in the Middle Ages and was prevalent through much of Europe of giving money or gifts to people that were in need or less fortunate. 
in many Christian churches, it was common to have something called an alms box placed in the narthex, or the area right before you entered the sanctuary of the church, where churchgoers could place donations that the church was collecting. Not unlike the boxes of supplies for Albuquerque Public Schools that I have seen church members filling up before the 11 a.m. service as they walk in. Some churches would choose December 26th as the day when the alms boxes would be opened, and the items that the church had been collecting throughout the year would be distributed to the poor by church members. In Victorian England, there was a custom of assembling Christmas boxes that contained money and other gifts that would be given to tradespeople and others as a sign of gratitude for the services they had provided to people throughout the past year. This comes from an earlier English tradition in which wealthy families that had domestic servants, who would have been working on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, were allowed to visit their families and were given a box that included food and gifts that they could use so that they were able to celebrate together as a family with their loved ones. Now, although middle-class British families of today no longer have servants, the custom of providing a Christmas gift to vendors and other people in the service industry with whom they had interacted was one that continued all the way up until the late 20th century and is still a custom observed by some businesses in the UK today who give a Christmas bonus to their employees for the holidays. In other parts of Europe, like Germany, the Netherlands, Scandinavia, and many other countries in Eastern Europe, December 26th is actually called Second Christmas. It is considered to be another Christmas holiday when people go to visit other members of their family whom they might not have seen throughout the year and celebrate Christmas with them. The Christian church has historically observed Christmas from December 25th all the way until January 5th, the day before the three kings arrived in Bethlehem to celebrate the birth of the baby Jesus. You remember that old Christmas song, The Twelve Days of Christmas? Well, December 26th is the second day of Christmas. And if you're following along with the song, today is the day that you're supposed to, that your true love is supposed to bring you to turtle doves. Now, I feel it necessary here to stop and insert a disclaimer that I am in no way advocating that you go out and buy your loved ones live birds, especially since a recent 2021 cost analysis analysis by Fortune magazine shows that the average price of two turtle doves has gone up about 50% from last year due to inflation. Plus, there is that whole seventh principle about respecting the interdependent web of existence of which we are all a part. The important thing to hear is that it has historically not been uncommon for families to gather to celebrate the holidays long after Christmas. In fact, Many traditions continue to celebrate holidays in the days after December 25th. In Mexico and many other Latin American countries, although Christmas is observed, there was a larger celebration on January 6th, the Feast of the Epiphany. Tonight is also the first night of Kwanzaa, a holiday celebrated by members of the African-American and African diaspora communities that celebrates history, culture, family, and community and encourages people to learn about their roots and focus upon their values. The recurring theme of spending time with those who are important to you and focusing on family, community, and values in the time immediately following Christmas 
is especially noteworthy when you consider what December 26th has become and how it is usually observed. In the United States, December 26th has become the day of the big after Christmas sales. This is when businesses and retailers encourage people to go back out and continue shopping, offering deep discounts and special sales to entice people to come into their stores and return the gifts that they did not want and to buy the things that they were hoping for Christmas that they can now buy for themselves at a much lower price. Even in countries where Boxing Day is recognized, the phrase is often used interchangeably with after Christmas, after Christmas sales become Boxing Day sales, taking any deeper meaning that the holiday may have had and making the focus all about money, capitalism, and commercialism. Now, aside from many of the cultural traditions that I grew up with around Boxing Day, the Anglican church that I grew up in recognizes December 26th as the Feast of St. Stephen. St. Stephen was a deacon in the early Christian church who was known for his practice of distributing food, money, and other charitable aid to many of the poorer members of the early church in Jerusalem. Stephen was arrested by the authorities and was told to stop doing the things that he was doing, but he refused to do so. As a result, he was executed by being stoned to death, becoming what many consider to be the first Christian martyr. The memory of this story is central to the classic English carol, Good King Wenceslas. According to the legend in the song, Wenceslas was a 10th century king in Bohemia, which is now today part of the Czech Republic, who looked outside the window of the tower in his lofty castle and saw a person outside in the snow, hungry and cold. When Wenceslas asked his page who the person was and was told that it was a poor peasant with nothing to eat, Wenceslas convinces the page to go out with him and bring the peasant inside to warm up and have something to eat and drink. In the fourth verse of the carol, the young page, suffering from the effects of the cold and harsh weather, fears that he cannot carry on much longer and begs the king to turn around and go back. King Wenceslas convinces his servant to continue the journey, but out of compassion and care tells his servant to follow behind him in his footsteps so that he can shield him from the wind and the cold. feel like this is the message that so often gets lost in the holiday season. As wonderful as the celebration of commercial Christmas may be, it centers around the message of what am I getting or what are others getting me to the point that that becomes the only thing that we become concerned about. And God forbid, if I did not get exactly what I wanted, I still have so many shopping days to go out and get it so that I can show to everybody else that I now have it. What I see and hear in the story of Good King Wenceslas and many of the original traditions of Boxing Day is the idea of compassion. 
this is not a time that is meant to focus on you. This is a time of looking outside of yourself and seeing other people that are around you, including those on the margins who may not often get seen by many people at all. It is about having compassion and care for each other as a community of individuals who are part of this crazy thing that we call life together. About celebrating and being grateful for their contributions. It is not about status or division or who is better than whom. It is about saying that we all deserve to come together and share in the joy and the magic and the celebration of the holiday season, and that we can create that for each other. We cannot speak to the beloved community that we look to create if we are not willing to look at ourselves and do the work to bring it about. So this holiday season, I would like to take the time to wish you an incredibly happy Boxing Day. And the next time that you see this holiday on one of the many calendars that you have received, the ones that I know are sitting in your desk drawer or that one drawer in the kitchen that has all the stuff you don't know what to do with, you know the one I'm talking about. May you stop and remember that this day is more than just the day after Christmas, and that, even though the holidays as we know them in this country may be over, there's still work to be done towards bringing all of us together in community. And that work does not end just because Christmas does. In the inspirational words of Howard Thurman, when the song of angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, to make music in the heart. As we look ahead to 2022, may this mindset help us to set our intentions toward bringing about a new year that can truly bring about change. May it ever continue to be so. Blessed be. Amen. Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Namaste. Thank you all so much. Tis the season to be generous. We have the chance to do that this Boxing Day by giving to Encuentro, our Change for the Future recipient for December through February. This is an organization dedicated to empowering Latinx immigrant families by providing them with educational and career opportunities. Encuentro is seeding a future for the land of enchantment in which all our people can claim the innate right to live with dignity and contribute to the common good. What you give will help them carry out this wise and deep-hearted mission. You can make your offering online by clicking on the link in the chat box or simply mail a check to the church with Change for the Future on the memo line. 
let us now exercise the enduring power of generosity. Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen when the snow lay round about deep and crisp and even brightly shone the moon that night though the frost was cruel when a poor man came in sight gathering winter fuel hither page and stand by me if thou know it tell thee yonder peasant who is he where and what his dwelling sire he lives a goodly camp underneath the mountain right against the forest fence by saint agnes fountain bring me flesh and bring me wine bring me pine logs hither thou and i will see him dine when we bear him thither page and monarch forth they went forth they went together through the rude winds wild lament and the bitter weather Sire, the night is darker now, and the wind blows stronger. Fails my heart, I know not how, I can go no longer. Mark my footsteps, my good page, tread thou in them boldly. Thou shalt find the winter's rage, freeze thy blood less coldly. steps he trod where the snow lay dinted he was in the very sod which the paint had printed therefore christian men be sure wealth or rank possessing ye will now bless the poor shall yourselves find blessing It's so fun to hear that song after hearing Matt tell the story behind it. What is generously given is received with gratitude. Thank you on behalf of Encuentro and on behalf of our congregation. I invite you now, if you're able, to turn on your video and put your screen in gallery view, and we will greet each other with the Pacham greeting, where we place one, heart, one hand above our hearts like this and extend the other one towards your fellow UUs and new visitors this morning. Pacham means peace. Peace to each of you. I'm just gonna shift my screen and look at the next page.
Look at all your beautiful faces. It's so good to be with you this morning. As we're coming to the end of our service, if you would like to stay and have conversations with your fellow sibling congregants, please. Oh, works a lot better if I unmute myself. If you would like to stay on um, for our virtual coffee hour and chat with your fellow sibling congregants, please stay on after the credits and you will be placed into one of our breakout rooms. To get the conversation started, here is a discussion question for you to consider. What are you taking with you into the new year, and what is something that you are leaving behind? What are you taking with you into the new year, and what is something that you are leaving behind? Now, in the words of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, God is a dream, or God's dream is that you and I and all of us will realize that we are family, that we are made together for goodness, for togetherness, and for compassion. As we begin to put away the lights and the decorations from this holiday season, may we carry this message with us into the year and the future that is to come. May it ever continue to be so. Amen and blessed be. Go in peace, friends.